um, Parry Talks episode two. Um, the sort of interview I would have wanted to do, I had in my head I'm going to do this one like after six months or some shit because I knew that that would be a big one for me, but i um, extremely grateful to have it as episode two. Yeah. Um, the, the Don Marty of Triple One. How are you, Ross? Yeah, good, bro. Very good. Chilling. No beers today either. How well, not going? today. Um, no beers because it's 9.30 in the morning. You usually like, have right? beers. In, in Always, bro. Yeah. Man. Well, like, I'm not paying for the space. Yeah. So it's like, every time I come, I buy the other person a yeah. beer. This is very, like, intimate. Well. I'm like... Oh, it's nice, it's eh? Like, yeah. <laughs> kind of feel like a, it's, it's like a date. Kind of. Do you want it to be a date? Kind of already is. <laughs> Get some champagne or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, Let's do it. Yeah, so... Um, do you want people to know where the studio is, or do you want to keep it low-key? Um... I'm not fast. Low key. Low key, by the way. Yeah, we'll skip that then. Um, So yeah, um, where did it all... We may as well just go from the top. Where did it all begin for Marty in terms of when were you first introduced to rap music? Um, When was I first introduced to rap music? When I was probably in year four. um, And my sister used to bring home burnt CDs from a friend from high school. She she had this like Filipino friend who'd always just like... (laughs) burn cds like 18 tracks long of just like the craziest like like sierra and like you know goodies and like jay-z and beyonce and like the classics just the classic just the classic and then you know um gwen stefani just like yeah ludicrous move bitch all those tracks (laughs) like um yeah i just yeah so pretty much i was introduced and like chingy like holiday and all those like just real like pop of that time like hot in like the hip hop scene you know like what about like early 2000s yeah shit like all this all this I remember when I was young I really liked all the so fresh yeah. CDs that it's was like my shit. there was that nice blend of R&B and hip hop back yeah. then as well and yeah, it took sure. it straight to like radio and radio playing all that shit yeah um, I'm trying to think of who else would have been oh like Kanye um, Gold Digger and shit that time that's probably yeah. before no that was a bit after I oh, think no, that was in year um, 6 when that came out yeah <laughs> Well, what about um, American Boy Estelle, Kanye? Yeah. I remember that being like... All a, those tracks, yeah. like those were all my favourite. And I loved um, music videos as well. I used to just love sitting at home and waking up early to put on, you know... Yeah. Is it Rage? Like yeah. Rage or like MTV? Mm. And used to just love watching like... Because, you know, it's like cool and it's like yeah. hi- hyper reality. Yeah. And like I just loved it. Always like it's good escapism, like yeah. looking at music videos and stuff. At and the yeah. same time as well, socially, it's like... Yeah. That was a cool thing to do. It's like if you knew all the words to a song, oh, for a sure. rap song as well. Yeah. Oh, unreal. Yeah, 100%. It's yeah. So was it like, did you know like, not you're not going to know, oh yeah, rap's it, but was that your favourite, has that always almost been your favourite genre? To Yeah, I think like as soon as I saw like, heard rappers and like saw them in music videos, like yeah. that is the fucking best. <laughs> yeah. Like, There's an that's like the it. coolest thing ever. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And just like the, kind of the con- confidence in like the aesthetic it's like you know i love people i love it when people are confident in something even though it might not be like mainstream i love it mm. when people just pull are able to pull it off that's like really cool to me like yeah seeing people just do their own thing and just be able to achieve it yeah and that's because like- it is still it's like so young and like all the time people like pushing boundaries and like wearing strange things and like you know doing strange things with their voice and it's very experimental still yeah. even in the mainstream of yeah. like hip hop it's not you know so it's really cool to see yeah. that um, I think that's a sick thing about Sydney as well 
I feel like if you make it here, you can make it anywhere because Sydney's, you know, it's sick. And people in Sydney and like our culture in Sydney as well with like the fashion brands or yeah. the rappers coming up now as well. Yeah. Are really, for the first time, I think in a long time, embracing what you just mentioned in terms of just sticking to their own guns, being confident in yourself yeah. and not worrying about compromising for anyone. I exactly. Think. I think yeah. that's sick. Um, see, I remember, because I've already interviewed these boys on Purple Sneakers. Check out that for Libertine 2. So yeah. check that out if you haven't. And then you spoke about your main rap influences being like Big L from memory. Oh yeah, when like that's like that was in high school. Then like yeah. I kind of got into like nineties stuff. So like Gangsta, Grand Puba, Big L, Biggie Smalls, Tupac, yeah. all them. Like yeah. you know, how did you transition from the stuff you were getting on CD to? So yeah, when I was young, like like LimeWire and stuff didn't exist. So it's kind of just like whatever. Like my sister was listening mm. to, I'd listen to because. Those her like her CDs. My sister's like five years older than me, um, but I think the the discovery of the internet like yeah. allowed me to go online wire and you know go online and be like, who are these rappers and like you know yeah. what are they doing? Like what are their stories? And really mm. delve deep into really anything. Yeah. And I thought like that era was just like such an interesting era because it's like you know they call it the like golden era. And yeah. That, so, and they pushed like an underground sound like a yeah. very underground sound to the mainstream yeah in it's crazy it's, and just the art of storytelling yeah in the context that, of it it was like unbelievable yeah it was like the craziest thing ever yeah and just coming up oh, I wish I grew up being able to witness it a bit closer yeah because now with my like I love hip hop's pretty much everything I listen to but it's almost like I have to schedule out catching up on all the old shit yeah so I wish I was a bit closer to it you know yeah no I, mean? I got it out of the way like early yeah exactly yeah, yeah. um See it. So you fucking love like, that shit. And like Tribe Called Quest and, you know... Tribe's crazy. All of them, like, most deaf. Yeah. Um, how do you... So how did that transition into rapping? Into you penning your own stuff? Um, I think I always, like, fantasised about it. But I don't think I really had, like, the balls to do it until, like, Connor... Like, kind of, like, we were at some house party. When we were, like, 16, maybe. Yeah. And he just called me out and he's like, oh, like... Because Connor was like... He loved, like, Aussie hip-hop, like, so much when he was younger. And he'd always just, like, freestyle at every party. He'd be that guy <laughs> being like, yo, <laughs> kicking a freestyle on that. And then one time he, like, called me out and he's like, oh, I heard you can rap. Some rumour got around that I could rap, but I never rapped before. Yeah. And Connor called me out and he's like, rap, and got a freestyle. And then I just freestyled at a party one time. And then, like, I think, like, a few few weeks later like he was like oh do you want to join this like crew like we're just going to do raps and stuff and it was like you know it wasn't triple one yet but it was you know something else yeah. and we kind of just met up on weekends and like we'd go to our friend's house and um just record yeah. shit and just started like and, and we were awful no, i was awful at you know to start for at least the first three years of rapping yeah. i couldn't rap properly but you know you get it's, you practice yeah, and exactly. you know that's how you get better you just practice and you know you figure out your mistakes and like correct them yeah exactly and find your own sound find your own finding your voice is difficult as well yeah because like I don't have the most um mainstream like style like cadence yeah. like cadence yeah. yeah cadence is very important yeah so yeah it's like just finding that yeah finding it yeah yeah so it went so you were just so did you did you and Connor go to school? Were you already mates before? Or did he just randomly call you? No, out we actually. Like... I, first time I met Connor, 
um, or like Obi Ilter yeah. is like his rap name. But the first time I met him, we were in a park, like in a park, like a drink up in a park. Yeah. We were like 15 or yeah. something. And I rode my BMX bike there and Connor was just there with like, I think he had like, um, you know those Heineken kegs you could buy? Yeah. Those like little ones. He had a Heineken and he was just like fucking drinking it. And there was like a few girls there, a few boys there and everyone was just getting loose and like doing kisses and shit, you know? And <laughs> yeah, like, that's the first time I met Connor. So Connor went to a different school than uh-huh, me. Yeah. I went to three different high schools. I went to... You don't Epping. have to name it if you don't want. Oh, okay. But no. yeah, three different high schools. Yeah, I went to Epping, Epping Boys. Um, in year seven then I moved to Concord High after that then year 11 12 Trinity oh nice yeah small world very yeah serious small world yeah so just That's hopped it. around then, a bit and then but yeah Connor went to a different school so but he'd always just be out and he'd be that guy yeah you know what I mean he'd be that guy that if, you know if he's at the party it's gonna be a good party yeah you know, party boy wild boy you bro, know? who needs a goon sack when you have a keg of, ke- of yeah. Heineken bro or like anything like goon sack keg of Heineken like <laughs> put anything in front of him and drink it you know that's crazy it says a lot about him but yeah um wow yeah. so how was what were you rapping like? What were you rapping over in that early stage where you had that first group? What were we r- rapping, rapping over? over? Yeah. Oh, we were rapping over like, um, um, like just beats on the internet. Yeah, that's sick. Um, is that what you mean? Or like what type of like, was it? Oh, we made a song about food. <laughs> no, I in like what, like, was it like trappier shit? Was it? Like, oh, trappier. Shit? It was, was trappier. It? Oh, I don't know. Shit? It was like literally anything. Yeah, we didn't that's care. It was like, you know, we'd get like Harry Fraud beats or we'd get like, I think Khalil beats. Like just like all the hottest, yeah. just, just rip them just off the internet. Yeah. But cause like Bill didn't really start making beats until like probably until after school. <laughs> but when we were in high school, Bill was always like, oh, when, when we finish school, I want to make beats. And he had an MPC 1000 wow. and he'd always like, you know, pull it out when we at his house and yeah. just like, and I'd just like say stupid shit <laughs> and he'd like press, he'd do the drum pad and yeah. like do the drum loops and shit. And like, but yeah, and then took it into the computer and then, you know, I remember the first beat he made was this beat called, like the first beat we tracked. Yeah. You know, on the computer, it was called Hubble Telescope. And I thought it was like the best beat ever. I was like, fuck, we're like, we're going to be famous now. After he made the first beat, I was like, this is the fucking best. Yeah, like, this, this is going to blow us up. Yeah. Never even got released. <laughs> Hubble Telescope's a sh- sick name as well. Yeah. Was Bill a part of that little, in that circle that you were yeah. talking about before? Yeah, but like, yeah. Yeah. But didn't really like... Did he spit? <laughs> nah, he was just made beats. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he's been making beats since then. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. That's People underestimate, I think, because people have seen the triple one in the past like six months. Yeah, I, I think like, you know, I'm 25 now. I've been making music since I, like, well, you know, like not proper proper but like i started yeah, yeah. when i was like 16 that's yeah. like nine years that's yeah that's nine years of music and everyone's like oh like yeah fuck, like six months you know yeah. it's so easy isn't yeah. it it's so easy it's like fuck that's like that's like a you get your phd by then you yeah know? exactly if it was like the equivalent you yeah, know it's like been, it's like i did my for, masters yeah. you know what i mean and that's a, like yeah. that's what it is and it's like that's how, how that's you know it's not always like an overnight success yeah. thing well it, it always appears to be yeah it always appears to be and people like to think that think way, that way. Yeah. because it makes because of their makes own them, insecurities that's why yeah or like yeah. that and just like it just makes 
they're like, they're like if they did it like anyone can do it like it's easy yeah. and you know it makes life feel easier if you if you think people can yeah. achieve things easily exactly and like yeah ten, and like you come out with like butter and tarlo and like even red Lion reaper who are like such carefully curated songs you know what i mean they're yeah. like from like a songwriting point of view um aren't easy to do like it's it's probably easy to do like a 30 bar verse over some boom bap beat but yeah. putting together like well articulated like tracks yeah. that are like pop tracks I and think, that's where you can hear the experience most for me yeah, I think I think yeah we're heading more towards like song making rather than yeah. like you know 16 bars over yeah. like a, a beat yeah which we used to do but now we're kind of more just like how do we build like up a bridge and how do we go into the chorus yeah. and then like pre-chorus and then like the verse and then how's the beat going to progress during the verse or is the beat going to say the same and the flow going to change and like yeah. really just thinking how how, how you're going to keep the ears excited and yeah. how, you know more making like a, a piece of work rather than being like oh check my bars yeah. or like check out this beat yeah. it's more like oh we're trying yeah, exactly. to make songs like a song. and stuff yeah. Yeah, yeah. at the same time yeah. though no this is to like ciphers or like posse oh, cuts oh no like it's go. like well, posse cuts are the best. Like, yeah, they're, they're my favorite things. Yeah, but yeah, I think it's just it's just a personal like creative choice what you're trying yeah. to do, and nothing's wrong with yeah. it either. Like some of my favorite rappers are just rappers. Yeah, exactly. That's what they do. They rap over beats, and I, like that's yeah. what I like. Like th- those are my favorite bars, like punchlines mm-hmm. and that, that storytelling yeah. and that. That's why I think Doozy's stuck around for so long though, yeah. because I think it captured that keep the listener in because of the triple ones go hard. Yeah, that yeah, hook yeah. Is like. And there's, there's like there are per, there are moments in the verses yeah. that are just as hype as that hook. Yeah. So I think it's there a, there's a, little, a lot of memorable moments. Yeah. It's just it's so there's so much. I think people are attracted to that song because there's yeah. so much freedom. Yeah. Like it's literally like it's the dumbest track you ever yeah. heard, and there's just like we're literally saying whatever's coming into our head, yeah. and like I think people are attracted to how loose it is and how mm. how just ignorant it is because you know it's fun to be free yeah you know um one of my mates called it the sydney rap um work remix oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i sick. can say that yeah um yeah it's just <laughs> iconic as fuck you probably people probably come up to you all the time and say triple ones go hard oh yeah you're 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 out of car triple ones go hard <laughs> i reckon that's a i don't know because all my memories downstairs are blurred yeah um but i'm pretty sure the first time i saw you i came and shouted in your ear yeah, Triple ones, ones go, go hard, hard. <laughs> probably. Oh, probably. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Iconic shit. Fuck. Yeah. Um, that was a nice little tangent. Yeah. But when did when was Triple One established? Um, from or when did you link with oh, the other so boys? Like, and then yeah, it was so like, like, this like, is gonna be a thing now. Okay, so it was like me, Connor, and Bill first, and then Dom probably came in a year after. And when we decided on the name, it was probably like twenty twenty. 2013 and we came up with the name triple one because i had it i had it um you know tri- triple one it was just like my favorite number like three because mm. i'd see it everywhere like that like numerals. yeah yeah you know? I know what you're talking about. uh so then it's like what are we going to call ourselves I'm like oh let's just call it triple one and then like connor came one day and he you know connor was doing like heaps into graphics at that time mm. and he was like oh i got the best idea for a logo as well and he's just, I was like, what? And he's just like, just three, yeah, lines, three lines. Three lines and the middle one's just a bit longer. And I was like, fuck. That's it, bro. That's the, right, because it's just so simple, yeah. you know? Like, you think about a good logo, it's so simple. It's not much. Yeah. It's just it's just so clean and it's like so identifiable. Yeah. And it's so, you know, it's, it's hard to find something simple that hasn't been done before yeah. and it kind of hasn't really been yeah. done, done before. You know? Yeah. Um, 
and like the fact that it stuck around for so long till now yeah and that was like one of your foundational moments yeah shows that it's it's good branding yeah yeah and like you know i love it like saying stickers on phones and and you know saying like people with the logo tees on because it's just so like it's like yeah, you know it's, it's like you know the logo it's, it's a good logo yeah so i'm happy with that logo yeah i feel that now that i know you guys i feel weird wearing the t-shirt here why oh yeah yeah because I, I, I feel we, i feel it's hard like i love wearing like my own merch yeah and people are like well you always wear your own merch it's like yeah it's mad yeah but, it's you know, sick, like, that's why like, it's like it's like i love it and so like it's hard because some people give you shit for mm. if you wear your own shit but it's like bro like i'm proud of it you know so bro, why would you make merch that you wouldn't want to wear exactly and that's i think it's a testament to like good merch if you want, actually want to wear it you know yeah exactly like the people who make it want to wear it they're not just like oh fuck like you know yeah it's just for the fans you know exactly it's for everybody like it's just like you know we're proud of the style and designs and everything as well it keeps you humble too like yeah. if, if a fan saw you wearing the triple one shirt and they're wearing a triple one shirt as well it, it equal like not equalizes but levels it out a bit if that yeah. makes sense yeah 100%. everyone feels on the same plane feels a little bit yeah and it's just less intimidating yeah yeah 100% so, so you're yeah. probably grinding started triple one um, I always want to ask this cause I had no idea when. how'd you meet Kev or link with Kev um, Kev their manager oh yeah through my ex-girlfriend she was friends she was doing events and stuff in about about two three years ago or like maybe two years ago and they were like mates and then she was always like him she was like you should check out my boyfriend mm. and stuff like blah blah like you know he raps and stuff and then so he ended up coming to one of our shows at um hudson ballroom i think yeah. is it still called hudson ballroom it doesn't exist anymore oh okay it's well like it was, it was there and like yeah. he came and i think he was really like wowed and then he was kind of just like got heaps horny yeah. like <laughs> over our music and then it was just like friends for ages and then i realized like maybe two years ago i realized that every time i'd have to do admin and stuff I'd have to. Who was that? Some like delivery looking. But every time I had to do, no, every time I had to do like (laughs) admin and that, I'd always ask Kevin. I'd be like, "Is this a good Mm. email? Like kind of thing, or like, is this what? Like, is this how you talk to people and stuff like that?" Because like, you know, like when when you're starting up and you don't know how to do anything, it's like it's intimidating to do like all that type of stuff, especially when you're like not very good at like writing and spelling and all that punctuation and all that and you know what's correct what's polite yeah. how do you speak to people so I'd, i was always ask him and it was kind of so like i was just realized in my head like when we started getting a bit bigger and we had like more type of shit like that to do the stuff that isn't you know the creative part mm-hmm. the more the more just suave logistics shit, logistics yeah. you know the you know the tricky stuff yeah. i realized he was already kind of like doing it mm. and so i was like oh it's like you should manage us yeah. you know and he's like yeah right and that's sick it's history so organic yeah <laughs> yeah and better that way as well and it's fun and it was down. like it was weird and like ski- no it wasn't weird it was but i'm sure it was like scary at points because like he never managed before as well so like we'd mm. go into meetings and he'd just <laughs> have to just swing it and yeah. we'd all just wing it and like you know so it was kind of cool like that i think if you look back at experiences like that that's like fuck that like really makes you like when you get out of your comfort yeah. zone like that yeah yeah what do you think he's brought to the Triple One project? Other than like the, um, like the logistical stuff and helping that out, what do you reckon he's taught you about, you know, making music and making it in music and shit? Um, I think he's taught. Well, Kev's like very like always inspired, always coming up with new ideas for like 
even it like marketing ideas or like ideas about how to you know funny 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 ideas or yeah. things like that and it also showed me how important communication is because if people don't like like you and you can't articulate yourself in the way that you want and mm. express yourself as a as a good genuine person then people don't really want to work with you yeah so like he, he's really good like that you know sometimes we're not very good yeah like i'm pretty bad at like sort of talking to people like i've heard sometimes like i give off like bad impressions like i look like i'm not like listening and yeah. stuff so it's like good to have someone like kev who's really like well respected yeah. and, and 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 is great at and is such a likable person so yeah. it's easy you know yeah to, exactly. you know to just see him like finesse a conversation and work yeah yeah i know exactly what you're talking about so like i think his communication skills is the his greatest asset yeah and yeah. i think the sick thing as well having a manager that's almost a part of your brand is good yeah. as well it's so transparent but yeah and also just also just because of his like diversity and like yeah. everything he does it kind of it's you know he got a foot here and foot there so it's like yeah. anywhere he goes he's gonna take us that yeah, way exactly. this way whether it be music journalism or MTV yeah. or you know any type of music industry stuff cause he's got the plugs yeah. he's got plugs and that and he's also got the clothing plugs so yeah. like, stay fresh like that like, <laughs> Kev's always like oh bro there's like a sale on yeah. this school like he knows every. I don't know why he knows he just knows every like where like all the fresh clothes are all yeah. the time and like where to get like rare shit he just knows Bro, so big well. shout outs. That's yeah. Big shout outs. Do you reckon you... Yes. <laughs> shout out to noses, bro. Yeah. Bro, take care of your nostrils, bro. I've got such a bro. big nose. Do you reckon? Yeah, look at it. <laughs> look inside my nose. Go that way, go that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't. <laughs> ASMR, baby. Uh, yeah. Baseball people. Oh, I love ASMR, like on Instagram. All right, let's go there. Right, pickles and that. Like, I reckon my there's favorite... this lady who just like eats pickles and she's like, and it's like so crunchy. And I'm just like, oh. My favorite ASMR is like, um, like when they cut sand. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking the about? The colored sand. Yeah, that shit's insane. Right? Why is it so interesting to look at? I think it cuts so perfectly and it's the way the knife hits the. Or have you seen people cut soap? Like they dissect it and then they like <laughs> shave it. They have like a bar of soap and they're like, they like, they like dot, like yeah, yeah, put no, grooves in it, and uh-huh. then they like shave it off, oh, and it like sprinkle with like it a off. like a potato peeler or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is unreal. No, no, just with a um, a with a, um, yeah, box cutter, just like <laughs> just off the top, and it's just like oh, I don't know why it just makes me feel nice inside. Thoughts on like twenty one? I don't know if you know. Thoughts on like twenty one Savage and shit whispering into their mics and stuff. Like, oh, like Billy Eilish and shit. Oh, that is sick. <laughs> What's that song with Metro? Isn't it? Yeah, that Doctor yeah that's sick, fucking hey. sick and 21 savage is like he's so, i reckon he's so underrated like yeah. especially like people in australia don't really like understand like but because it's quite like he's not good in the same way you like you can't compare like say like logic or someone like that to like 21 savage 21 savage is more like about the creative and like the aesthetic yeah. and the way he delivers stuff he's just yeah. cool like yeah. it's the you know he just and his brand and it's all just so yeah and he like talks funny and he like walks funny and he just looks kind of funny but it's so cool but he's just brutally honest and that's what you need to be like just being yourself he's not afraid to tell his own stories as well which is why his songs are the best and yeah and like yeah and 
being able to follow an artist like that and you can see them grow from like the Metro project to the recent one. Yeah. It's like there's such obvious growth and that's what you yeah. need for longevity, I think. That's what I put it down to. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, fuck, where were we? Kev? Parties. Oh, no, no. We got no, to Kev. Ke- Kev. Yeah, we were at Kev. Yeah, and then, so... And well, then the, we started talking about ASMR. Yeah, so from Kev, was it just a grind from there and to the point here, or do you think there's any big... We don't landmarks? grind that hard. You reckon? No. Why do you say that? We're like probably like, I don't know. We just I just don't do that much. So a lot of it is just like so organic. Do you think? Just uh, like fifty percent of my time in the studio is like looking at stupid videos on my yeah. phone. <laughs> but you know, what I, mean? I think I think I think about a lot of things. But like as far as like straight work, yeah. Like yeah. When I think about grinding, I think about real like work. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. So it's like I don't know. It's like very organic. Yeah. Uh, but that's a credit to that as well yeah like the fact that it doesn't feel like you're working that hard at all but from the outside fans are looking in and thinking yeah these guys are putting in hours well no like some songs come together in like yeah a couple hours exactly yeah and you know we didn't you know it's not like it's not like we like forced it or anything like say like a track like Butter like that came you know the skeleton of the track came together in like three or four hours mm. and like we just knew it was already going to be like yeah. a heater but like you know and that that and we kind of just made that not even meaning to make it like mm. so it's like real hard in music it's like, it's like you can't go and be like all right let's try and do it's yeah all our best tracks just happen yeah and it's like not really thought about and that's like weird to say because it kind of takes away from like hard work and grind and stuff yeah. but you know we do grind hard but like yeah we might not in the sense of I'm going to do nine hours in the studio today yeah, we might, with a pen and paper. Yeah, we might have like three or four days working on one track and it sounds like crap and then we yeah. have like two hours and Bill's just playing around with the keyboard and then all of a sudden, bang. Yeah. And then like everyone writes their verses in a matter of hours and it's all recorded and it's just like, there's a track. Yeah. You know? I'd, I'd argue though that your output is a lot in terms of like numbers of music. So you've already got an EP yeah. out this year already and then what? How many singles? We just got a lot of music. We got like... Well, it's Butter and Judah came out this year. Yeah. So that's a lot. And then what? Bad Boy as well now. Bad Boy, yeah. Which is a heater. Thank you. I love that track. Yeah. At first I was like, oh, okay, this hits. And then I properly listened to it and the textures and the way it moves. and Yeah. It keeps you, like what we were talking about before, it keeps you hooked. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like the best thing about like Brockhampton Saturation 1 era, yeah. I feel comes out in that song. Yeah. Which is like, like constant thing. movement. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. Um, yeah, so... Um, fuck, what was I going to say? I was about to say something red hot. What are you going to say? Yeah, no red hot things. No, no, red hot in terms of... Oh, it was oh, a gun good. question. Oh. But I forgot. Yeah, um, I'll ask it again because I thought I love this. With Libertine 2, um, which is like my favourite project of you guys by far, yeah. um, why was the timing right now, do you think, in 2019? What, why was what? Well, the timing right. Like, why now for Libertine 2 rather than any other time or... Oh, because... Why do you think it needed no, to come it out now? Came out, it should have came out earlier, but, like, yeah, if we weren't going to release it now, we'd never have to release it because our new catalogue's so different yeah. from that era of our music. So it's yeah. kind of just, like, we're just like, fuck, like, all these gun songs, but it's kind of, like, and they all fit it's together. It's now or never, yeah. It's like now or never, really, so we just had to put it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's years of tracks. Like, yeah. It's like some again. tracks are three and a half years old yeah. on that, yeah. So would you mark the Libertine 2 as like an end of a phase, do you think, for Triple One? And then now it's yeah. a new one starting? Yeah. 
for sure. Um, talk about. I think Bad Boy's sick, and then from like what you've played live and stuff, the next singles are fucking hot as well. Mm. Um, what's the goal for the next six months? Do you think? Where would you like to be in six months' time? Where do you see it? I don't know. It's hard. Like time frames are hard. You always want to be somewhere, and then you you either overshoot it or undershoot it. Yeah. So it's like you just got to play it like day by day. You know, something could happen. We could re- we could release a track and like someone retweets it or something, and then it's just like yeah, done, it. bang, to it. Like then might you know if you release the right track at the right time, you could just be set yeah. forever, just like with one song. Yeah. You know, and because we've got such a good foundation already, like if that did happen, like we could be anywhere, or like yeah. or it could be slower. We could have a problem here and a problem there, yeah. and a setback, and then we might have to not release this song because it's too close to that date or whatever yeah. and things like that and then reshuffle everything so it's like it's really hard to predict like a six month mark but yeah I can't really I can't just really just always growing you. eh I yeah, think it's good to just, have that mentality but at the same it's time it's hard because yeah you don't want to I don't like saying like I want to be here in six months yeah. and if it doesn't happen you just let, let yourself down yeah but you know we'll always shoot high as yeah, high exactly. as possible it's good that you're not too worried about the like any like I wouldn't have this min- this many streams on this song or anything like that either oh no yeah when you write towards that it'd probably compromise the track so hard yeah well there's the balance you know you gotta yeah. you gotta find a balance between being able to stay true to yourself but also be able to make it into a business yeah and be able to you know be strategic yeah well you know like like there's no point like making music that you don't compromise and you're just heaps poor yeah exactly <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like yeah we could be like making like mad underground shit but like it's like it's like you know like we want a career out of this yeah, now exactly. and it's kind of like you know so you gotta you gotta find that balance where you're like making songs that you truly genuinely like yeah but also how you you, you know cause you gotta think you know money wise as well you got it because that's so important and that's yeah. something that so many artists drop the bat and that like they just suck at yeah. that aspect of just of the music yeah. industry of the music thing like they just yeah management just planning just strategy because so, that's really important yeah yeah. Oh, it's good how focused you are but you guys are still completely independent hey yeah why that choice do you think and um why I think it's it, it's just not necessary at this point yeah. to like you know sign a full record deal yeah. or anything like that because that's like full blown and because the way it is like there's including Kev there's like five people yeah that you're splitting between yeah exactly so it's like that's a lot of people yeah and then if you cut in like if someone like you know a record deal is usually like 80 20 so they take like 80 percent mm. And if they're taking 80% yeah, and then you're shit, splitting yeah. 20% between five people, yeah. it's like, you're going to be pretty poor. Yeah. And yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's not fucking ideal. Yeah. 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 Um, it's good though. Cause you don't, there's no, I feel like you haven't, you're, you're so far away from stagnating anywhere. I think creatively. Yeah. So we're at the point where you don't need a record deal to be financially stable anyway. Yeah. Because of how solid the foundation is now and your fan base is still growing so exponentially. Yeah. 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 So the longer you hold it off, the more, the triple one value the brand equity of triple one's gonna yeah be we're pretty happy with how it is at the moment yeah yeah um spoke about so we're in you're in a like not professional studio but a pre- like a professional studio yeah. yeah yeah um how do you manage going like you said it before it's like oh we try to keep it organic as possible 
but at the same time having time constraints of being in a studio do you think what do you mean so like it's like do you feel an extra pressure to perform because you're paying for a full-time studio now instead of doing it in a garage or something oh no we don't pay for it oh really no just work hard yeah just give back yeah, yeah to to love it's yeah. all, all out of love Benny Benny's just doing us a favour remember that's the thing as well if you're in a position of power to the people listening give back to your community and show face and be nice to people because you'll be rem- it's crazy how far that'll go yeah 100% um, and it's like that's like what our relationship is I'd say yeah so well I just saw you around just be nice I was a fan yeah you never know where it'll take you honestly yeah 100% you just gotta put yourself out there yeah. at all times and don't be afraid to yeah don't be afraid to sick don't be afraid afraid to fail either because a lot of people they don't want to do things because they're scared to fail but anyone who's done anything has failed more than anyone yeah, else exactly right yeah that's sick um let's talk about each member okay. from what what do you think Billy brings out the best in you in terms of his work and his beat making and stuff um yeah I don't really like I can't really don't really vibe on anyone else's beats mm. like like I vibe on Billy's because like just being able to see it like come together in front of you and just the way his mind works it's not like he's not trying to make this or that like it's funny the only thing that the only thing that he judges his beat on is having it sound as as least as possible like anything yeah, on at the moment it's yeah. not it's not like this is hot at the moment yeah, let's try no, and make a song like that yeah. it's like this is hot at the moment I don't want to go anywhere yeah. near that yeah. I don't want if there's a, if if there's a if someone's like oh if someone's in the studio it's like oh this kind of sounds like a this beat like, Bill's fuck, like oh yeah. fuck I'm gonna change the whole thing I'm gonna yeah. throw it in the bin you know what I mean yeah like so it's very much just like seeing the element of just yeah. really want to have like his own sound and his own identity as like a producer yeah and stuff and he also is a lot of there's a lot of good producers but you know he he's a great like he's a great director in terms of like when when we're recording he's there to give like feedback yeah. and like to, and you know because he's got a good ear for sound and then we have like great discussions on how things should be said or delivered yeah or if certain flows are a bit too busy or, yeah. or this or that he'd be the first person to be like oh i don't really like that like can yeah. we try and rework that and i might be like yeah sweet or i might have a discussion back and be like no yeah. this is good because yeah. of this. this and then you know so it's good to have always just like affirmation or like someone just like being able yeah. to like um give you advice like that and just but also just the magic of it like just being able to create like something out of nothing like that's yeah. magical having yeah. an in-house producer as well is so important in terms of triple one having its own sound i think yeah so that if it's one so person yeah well that's the whole sound it's yeah. like bill's you know it's you know that's his what he does yeah. that's his sound yeah. and he's created the yeah the and it it's what will keep you different from everyone else because you've got your own in-house producers exactly and, yeah and I don't want to keep like yeah. that. I don't want to keep bringing Brockhampton up but I think that's why they're yeah. so important because they've got their four in-house producers yeah who write everything for them yeah and they'll hop on and it's it's just what keeps the sound so concise and yeah. I hear it with you guys as it's well it's very rarely that like I'll hear someone else's beat and be wowed by it yeah because I'm just so used to working with Bill yeah. and his sound. Like, yeah, his beats make me pretty horny. <laughs> He's got good beats. Very years of experience as well, in terms yeah. of a friendship. Yeah, exactly. Well, Helps. we were friends, best friends in high school. 
And so, you know, like, Fred, yeah. Yeah, we, we used to just, like, sleep over at each other's houses, like, just fucking fuck around. Pause. We'd like, huh? Pause. Pause, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> like, sleep over, you know, sleep over. Yeah, no, like, no, no, no. Just exactly. do, like, music exactly or, like, we yeah. go fishing. Yeah, I know, exactly. Or we go yeah. fishing or we go to a wharf and, like, go squidding or... Or we'd go, and go go fish for Jewfish or we'd go for a trip and we'd go for, a, like, yeah. a bushwalk or something. Just, like, wholesome shit. Yeah. Or, like, go get a mad feed together. Yeah. Shit like that. Just do shit like that all the time. Yeah. So it's fine. And then probably helps with the feedback shit as well if it's so comfortable because... Yeah, it's very comfortable. There's yeah. no, no one's really filtered. Like, no one's yeah. scared to say if they don't like something. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about Dom because he came in the picture a bit later. Yeah. Um... What did you see in him to be like, holy shit, you need to come in and this is, why do you think he's so important? angel voice. He's beautiful, hey? He's beautiful angel voice. He's <laughs> just got such a beautiful voice. It's magical. Yeah. It's very, it sound, he has a lot of like pain in his voice. Like it sounds, you know that like, it's like soul. Yeah, it's, I don't it's, know um, how to explain it. It's, um, it's like, he's got an awesome singing voice, but it's so gritty and it's, it doesn't sound trained or poppy at all. Yeah. It's so... Raw. I don't know. Yeah, Dom's just mad. Yeah, he's and it's important if you guys are spitting some hard bars between verses, like on, I don't know, like Lady Blue or yeah, um, um, Planet Six or whatever. It's so yeah. important to have him as the staple in the middle to keep people listening and oh yeah, for sure engaged too. Yeah, it's a great balance. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's very sick. talented. He's young sick. man. Young man. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's beautiful too. Yeah. Is he prettier? What's what prettier? Mean? What's prettier? Him, his aesthetic, or his voice? His voice. His voice. <laughs> Just by a little bit, but slightly prettier. That's sick. Who's yeah. left? Just kind of. He's like a little fairy. He's like, oh. He's so nice as well. Yeah. It's the shining he just light. Floats around. Just yeah. Frolics around. <laughs> He's the goat, man. Yeah, and sings. Yeah. Um, who else? Connor as well. Yeah. What do you think he? What's the big thing? Maybe internally that he brings to the table that. Well, he's just like the best writer. Like yeah. he's the best, like probably like songwriter. Like he's probably one of my favorite songwriters. Yeah. And like just lyricist, just some 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 of the stuff he like writes, and I'm just like, oh, how do you think of that? Yeah. Like, you know, just real. But you know, it, it's real organic. Like he'll write like thirty-two bars in like fifteen minutes, and like every bar is like perfect. Yeah. You know? So it's like real different to me. Like I take a long time to write compared mm. to him. But yeah, he's just like a great writer. That's what he brings to, a t- to the table. He's yeah. got great writer and, he, and he's great at capturing emotion. And he's got a great voice as well. Like yeah. he's, and he's do- been doing more like melodic stuff lately as well. And he's like really good at that as yeah. well. So like he's just a great musician, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And then there's you. What do you think? Yeah. Is that's not that door, hey? Someone's knocking. Probably the answer. I was knocking. What? I'm wigging out. No, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. Who's knocking where? I thought I heard someone knocking on the door. No, not you, mate. <laughs> what do I bring? I yeah, what know. do you think you bring? What if you need to talk yourself up over it's one like, thing? What do you think it is? Um. Just moving forward. Just constantly making sure. We're moving forward. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, just it? muscling it forward. You know? Yeah. Inch by inch. Yeah. Just go forward. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's talk about tour and then we'll wrap up. Yeah. You took It took you a while to do the first like headline debut tour. Yeah. I think. 
um, playing at like pubs and like Bonnyview Hotel, I was there. Yeah. Um, what do you reckon those smaller shows to what you were? It was like not necessarily you headlining, but you still had to captivate the crowd. What 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 do you mean? Like, like those smaller shows before you went on your headline tour, because it's obviously easy to play a headline show. Cause yeah, you're yeah. Paying thirty bucks to see you guys. Yeah. What were those shows before? Like either like at Falls oh, where you're opening the sometimes stage. Sometimes we play like, oh, we play or like a show. at pubs like when we and used stuff. to play. Sometimes we play a show in front of like three people. And yeah. There's more people on the stage than off the yeah. stage. Yeah. It's hard, but it teaches you like patience and persistence. Yeah, and persistence. Yeah, it's the shittest night. Like when you play in front of nobody, like it sucks. Like you just feel shit and then you just get heaps drunk you need to do it but that's a thing yeah yeah well everyone has to go through that stage but it's like like you know like yeah it's just it's hard but yeah you get yeah yeah you get if you stay paid because we're just patient and then like now we can pull a good crowd yeah and the thing is like i got a debut tools yeah like probably similar cap as the butter one yeah it's capacity um and like people are there just to check it out and shit people aren't there to fucking sing the songs or anything Where? So I think that like at any other debut tour oh yeah not yeah, yours. yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. um, people with the shit like check it out heaps of industry people but yeah. I felt at yours it was so rare seeing a debut tour yeah and people were like hardcore standing it yeah which yeah. I had testament to taking of like being super patient with it all yeah and being super exclusive almost with yeah, it yeah yeah we always try and undershoot like all the shows you try and undershoot so you know I'd rather sell out you know a 20 person venue then come you know 100 tickets short of a thousand yeah. person venue yeah. you know that's just it just looks better it just builds hype and it's, yeah. it's culture yeah you that's why that bolo show demand. yeah that's why that bolo show was so sick but yeah because I don't know it just it was a moment like yeah it was sick like we love playing at pubs like it's our favourite <laughs> stuff to do it's it like just, every, the floor just smells like beer everyone's sweaty yeah everyone's rowdy like man it's fun like that's the bit like, like they're the favourite shows like when it's like just like a little sweat box yeah debauchery yeah that show was so fun yeah like just everything about it was awesome yeah I was in awe like yeah it was sick it's a funny venue yeah you, the one thing I love about you guys as well you, you were hardly in the like in a green room yeah like Bill was smoking outside with everyone yeah Kind yeah. of just walking through with like cases of beer and shit. Yeah, yeah. It just says just a lot about <laughs> how humble you guys are, which is yeah. Sick. Well, like like I'd hate to sit in the green room by myself. Like, yeah, no, that sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> like just sit there and drink my beer in yeah. this like room. Like what what's that? Like I'm gonna go and hang out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with the crew. How was Europe? I was mad. Were those shows good? Yeah, like London and Hamburg. We sold their ones out. So it's crazy to go to another country and hear like people with a different accent, like yeah. singing your lyrics back. You know, same type of thing as like when we played here. Like it's like every, you know, yeah. certain songs everyone just knows every word yeah. to it. It's weird. It's crazy. I could I could never understand what that would feel. It was like crazy. It was like I didn't. I it didn't. I kind of feel disconnected to it because I didn't yeah. believe it. Like I was like. Because it's always on the internet, like, come come to London, come to Hamburg, yeah, come yeah. here, come there. Brazil, baby. Yeah, Have come to a- Brazil, come <laughs> to Brazil. And it's like, and it's like, but when you actually go there, it's like, whoa, like, you know, yeah, it's mad. Yeah. Overseas is mad. I, I loved it. I want to do it again. Yeah. Was it, did you have time off after it as well? No. Did you just come straight back pretty much? Oh yeah, because you came back, back and on the butter tour straight away, hey. 
came straight back. I spent 12 hours in Sydney, came straight back off the plane from um, London, um, had 12 hours at home, and then airport at 5am next day to go to Brisbane. That's fucked. Yeah, it was like literally... Like, yeah. everyone was so exhausted. Like, it was just, like, literally just a marathon. Like, everyone yeah. was just running off gas, like, nothing. Like, we were just, like, I was dying. But, like, you don't even think about it because you're having fun. Yeah, and you got a job to do, too, at the end of the day. Yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, I can't... Yeah. Listen out as well. It's coming up very shortly. Yeah. Keen? Because I think... That's, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm heaps keen for that. Have you been to Listen Outs before? Just as we a, played last year. No, no, no. Have you been as a sorry, as like a fan? Oh, just going last year after we played, yeah. I went here, but that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because it's that's such a sick festival. Yeah. So you, you won the Unearthed comp last year, hey, and now you're doing the full tour. Yeah. Which is a testament as well to the live show. If they kept you on, they rebooked you. Yeah. It's so yeah, sick. Good. Just the journey over the last year as well shows so much. Yeah. Like how small you guys like. Yeah, we came pretty far. But that was the plan. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's all in the, it's all yeah. in the thing. Yeah, exactly. The proof um, is in the pudding. Bro. Uh, that's probably the wrong expression. <laughs> <laughs> um, when you go, so you do a lot of your riding away sometimes. In terms of like you went to Talo for Talo and all that sort of thing. What's the motive behind that, and why do you go away to ride and get it out of the, the hub or the circle that Sydney can you be? You just open up your like mind, like more like when you're in a free environment, like. Yeah no technology you know you're just there with your mates like in nature and like that's when you write good stuff because you're just sitting there looking at trees and just listening to the beat mm. you're so focused well yeah it's just like I feel like everyone knows that like if you go that's why people go on holidays if people go you go up and down the coast or you go inland or yeah. like whatever like you do it to reset yeah and if you're while you're resetting, you're writing music, like it's gonna be good music because you're gonna be clear headed and you're not stressed and that. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Even if the song is about something that's like sad or something that's stressful, it's you're stepping out of it. When you when you go out of Sydney, you step out of it and like you're reflecting. Yeah. Yeah. That's sick. Um So it's a time of reflection when you go away. I exactly. think that's that's what's good about it. It's like ten yeah. forty, so we'll start wrapping up. Okay, cool. Um what is the f- what's my favorite hair product no oh. what's your favorite triple one song do you think that you made oh if you had like or what are the ones that like stick out in terms of, like fuck i love that song i like tylo i like listening to it it's yeah pretty nostalgic it just feels nostalgic i don't know but probably like the favorite songs that we made probably aren't released yeah yeah that's good then that's a good indication of what's to come yeah um what what's your favorite what are some of your favorite verses by the other members do you think where you think we where you're in a session or you listen to it back now and think holy fuck that is some of the like gun writing uh, i gotta think hold on uh Connor just wrote this song this other day, this verse in this song. that We we, we did a song with Kwame and Connor's verse in it's mm. crazy. It's like the, probably the best verse. It's the best songwriting I heard from any of us. Yeah, that's sick. Um, but as far as release stuff... Dom and Autumn Collection. Yeah. Comes to mind, that shit's crazy. Yeah, that's good. 
I don't know. It's all pretty, pretty, pretty good. Eh? Lakes, Lakes is pretty <laughs> yeah, good. Lakes, Lakes is, is crazy, like yeah. a cool song. Yeah, that's pretty good writing. I yeah, think. yeah. Lakes is crazy. Yeah. Well, and all right. Closing remarks. You have to call someone out to be on the podcast. Who are you going to call out? Who should come on and talk? Oh, who should come on? Should probably get like Chris Kev or something. Cause yeah, I was thinking that. It's heaps of interesting people, but like, it's better if you get people who are like heaps good at talking about stuff. Yeah. Well, you don't even have to be. Does it have to be music related? N- or, yeah. Oh. Industry music related. Maybe like, Bill, Bill would be good to have on. He's like something a yarn. Yeah. Oh. Billy Guns. Yeah. The family. I just mentioned other people in my band, but <laughs> no, it's fine because yeah. I think, like, if I interviewed Connor now, it'd be the same interview pretty much. Yeah. If I interviewed Dom as well, very similar interview. It, but it'd be the same Billy's interview, different lens, d- deeper voice, you know. Yeah, uh, just... deeper voice, wider skin, you know. Just raspy, bro. Raspy. Um, but yeah, but I think Dom, um, Billy would bring a different angle to yeah the whole triple one story because he's he would. the one producing. Yeah. Gun. That was sick. Yeah. I'm so happy with that. It was good. Parry Talks, shout out. The Lord Gladstone Hotel, shout out. High um, Socks. High Socks. I don't know, yeah. Shout out Marty Bugatti of Triple One. Cheers, bro. Thanks for no having worries. me. Appreciate it. No worries. Bye. All right, just got to-